Welcome back to OSB Sports Podcast. I'm Ronna Rose, and I'm joined today with my two co-hosts, Tommy D with OSB Sports. You can find Tommy on Twitter at OSB Sports Bet. And Scott Matthews is also here with us. What's up, Rona? How you doing? How you doing? And Scott's with SM Picks, and you can find Scott on Instagram at SM Sports Picks. How are you guys doing today? All good, Rona. Right. We're ready. Big show. Let's, uh, let's, let's kick it off. Let's so kick it off. today we're going to talk about two sports betting topics on this show. So the first one, let's start with line shopping, and then later we'll hit, we'll hit uh, what are the best sports to bet on. Tommy, let's start with what is line shopping? Well, line shopping, basically, it is exactly what it says. If you're going to be betting a game, you want to shop numbers. Now, today's technology, there's several apps, odds comparison feeds that you could see 10 different sports books all at once. So if you're going to play a game, you want to obviously look for the best number. I mean, the way I break it down, if you're going to book a flight, you're going to book a hotel room, you're going to buy a suit, you're going to shop for the best price. Sports betting is no different. A lot of newbies are coming in this market, and I often speak to them, and they say, oh, yeah, Tommy, I'm, I'm playing with FanDuel. Well, who else are you playing with? Oh, no, just FanDuel. Well, that's a big mistake because you don't know that FanDuel is going to have a good number on that particular game. So I can't emphasize you want to shop numbers you want to look at the best odds. You might be laying more juice than you have to on a certain game. It could come down to a win or a loss. So line shopping is basically trying to find as many books, posting a certain game, and trying to find the best number in your favor. Fantastic. And Scott, from your personal experience, uh, why would you say line shopping is important? This is a great topic for me because for 30 plus years, I've always looked for value. And what value means is getting the right numbers on these games. So it is crucial for more of a serious player, obviously, someone that's really putting a lot of money into these games, you want to get the right price on them. So, for example, let's say uh, FanDuel has a line at seven. I'm just making a scenario here. And DraftKings has it at seven. But you find like a BetMGM that has the line at six and a half, you know, and you're looking at the favorite of the game and, and, and you could catch a number. It's, it's definitely worth it for you to do that. I mean, it's plain and simple. It's all about getting the right numbers on these games to make them work for you. I mean, think about it, guys. You're investing money into these games. Why not get the right price on them? I mean, it's, it, it's what I've been preaching for over 30 years to players out there. Now, if you're a small player and you're just playing a bunch of games to have some fun with, maybe you don't care about things like that. But for a more serious player, someone like myself that's doing this for a living, I'm looking for every edge there is out there to get the win. So I agree with Tommy saying uh, it's you got to shop. It's like looking for anything. You want to get the best value for your money. And shopping is crucial. You should have multiple sports books. You should have more than one. And, you know, again, if you're a bigger player, you're definitely doing that. The sharpest guys in the world, I speak to a lot of players out there, and I have a lot of contacts in Vegas and I'm in touch with daily. They're always looking for the right numbers on these games. So be careful and try to do the right thing when it comes to point spreads, especially in the NBA and in the NFL. Baseball, it's a money line. doesn't really matter. Whoever wins, wins. But point spreads, you got to cover them to make the money. 
but you want to watch out for prices on money line. I've seen minus 130 in one shop, minus 140, 150 in another shop. Yep. You're saving yourself 20 cents right there. Over time, that does add up. That will affect your bottom line. I agree with you. And I've seen like lines minus three, minus 120 or 125. I never saw that in our day. The line would be three. It's minus 110. But with the offshores and, uh, you know, some of these books, obviously, uh, legal books in the States, they change the line around on certain prices. They might have a seven minus uh, 125. One place might have a seven minus 110. 115. So, yeah, it is good to shop and look for numbers and values. To Listen, it's your money. At the end of the day, you want to get the best price for your money. Well, those are great tips from two seasoned pros with 60-plus mm -hmm. between your years of experience, I'd say. Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> easy on the numbers there, <laughs> right. Rona. All right. Yeah, take it so, easy. All right. Tommy, <laughs> can you give us some examples of uh, sports books posting different lines? 100%, and I actually made a few bets recently. I took a couple of futures in the NFL market. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, I think Dallas, I took a shot here. Dallas to win the Super Bowl, all right? Caesars uh, has it at plus 1,500, which is uh, 15 to 1. FanDuel has it at plus 1,400, 14 to 1. So I'm going to take the better number. I bet I bet it at Caesars plus at 15 to 1. You sure you want to do that, Tommy, with their track record? Well, listen, you know, favorites don't always come through. I got another good example here. KC win total. Over under is 11 and a half wins that they'll score, they'll win this season. All right, I bet it. Caesars has it at minus 145 to go over, but FanDuel had it at minus 134. It's a no-brainer. Why should I lay an extra 15 cents at Caesars? So I bet it at FanDuel that the Chiefs will go over 11 and a half wins for the upcoming season. Once again, it took me five seconds to scan an odds feed comparison to see the difference in numbers. It's really a no-brainer. If you want to, why pay extra for something if you don't have to? Well, don't forget, Tommy, the, the average guy's not going to put the time into it like we are. We're looking for things like this day in and day out. I mean, I'm, we're putting long hours into the business, so we have the time to focus on shopping numbers where some guy could be working all day. He doesn't have the time to go through all that and look for those values. So, yeah, you got to treat it like it's a second business to you. I mean, sports betting is a business. It, it's not, you know, I hear so many people out there talking about a hobby come on guys let's be real you, you you're putting money to risk it's not a hobby whether you want to admit it or not it's 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 business and why not get the best value for your buck it's a no-brainer it takes you literally 10 seconds to look at an odds feed today you're going to see 10 different books why pay extra for something if you don't have to so even if you're a novice guy or an advanced guy Shop numbers, people. In the end, it's going to make a difference how much you might win or lose. I'm still a little nervous about your Cowboys Super Bowl pick. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to me in February. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, how many books, sports books, should a better have? Well, you know what? That, that's a pretty good question to ask because if you're a serious player, I think as many as possible. Again, it's business. You want to shop numbers. you you got to put that extra time into it like I do. And Tommy and anybody that's smart, we talk to some of the smartest sports bettors that are successful out there, and they're always looking for numbers. 
Matter of fact, if a game changes a half a point, they might run from that game. If, if they don't lock in at the number they want, they could just stay totally off that game, see how it progresses throughout the week. The advantage with football over every other sport is a line comes up on Sunday night, and you almost have a whole week uh, before the game's played. So let's say a game opens up. You know, I'm just throwing an example out here. A game opens on Sunday night, a week before the game at four and a half. Now, if you think that game, based on all the things you look at, has tremendous value at four and a half, I wouldn't wait around. I'd lock it in right then and there because down the road, maybe on Thursday or Friday, the sharp money guys jump in, you know, on, in the middle of the week, and that line could be six and a half or seven. Now you're giving away two, two and a half points by just sitting around. So definitely want to jump in on games as soon as you can, especially with football. You, you know, you have the most time, obviously, to lock a line in. And, you know, the NBA have a, probably a 24-hour window. But, yeah, you definitely want to lock in the right numbers and give yourself that winning advantage. I imagine especially if you're betting on multiple games, it's even more important to get those best odds. Definitely. Yeah. You know, you, again, everything we're looking at, we're looking for the edge. I could speak for myself. I'm a value player. I am a sharp player. I'm not a degenerate gambler that's betting on a lot of games a day. I am looking for that one game that stands out, straight bet. You know, if you're a straight bet player, you should always look for the value to have the edge on the number. Why baseball, the real way to bet baseball is to find underdogs. Because when you hit a dog live in dogs, base, yeah. live dogs, you're getting back more than you actually bet. You're going to bet high favorites in baseball. The juice is going to eat you up. If you lose a two-to-one favorite in baseball, you got to come back to win three games. To be profitable. It's not mathematically going to work for you. So look for value. Look for dogs in baseball. Small favorites, small dogs. That's my uh, philosophy in baseball. So before we go on to the next topic, Scott, we have a question from one of your followers on Instagram at SMS Sports Picks. Gloria from Cleveland, Ohio. Scott, I've been watching your Instagram channel for a few months now, and I'm looking to build my bankroll. I need help with money management and any tips you may have for a new better. Great question. Let me tell you, we run into that all the time. Bet with your head, the head, not over it. So let's say, for example, you have a, a $200 bankroll. You don't want to be putting $100 on a $200 bankroll on any one game. I don't care how strong the game is. You want to stay in the range of a 10 to 15% of your bankroll. So, for example, you've got $200 total bankroll. You want to try to play it right and stay consistent. You would play like $20 a game. Now, once you get the, uh, the $200 up to maybe $300 or $400, you want to keep following the system, go up to $40 a game, let's say. But you really don't want to, you don't want to risk more than 10% of your bankroll. That's how you can stay in the game. The people that are reloading and losing money are betting way over their head. And I try to talk to guys all the time. And, you know, so, sometimes I get through to them. A lot of times I don't, unfortunately. But at the end of the day, money management, patience is a virtue, as they say. Remember that. Uh, don't be in a rush just to play to play and use the right dollar amounts. And, Gloria, you'll be consistently staying in the game. Slow and steady wins the race. thousand percent. All right. So, Scott, what would you say are the best sports to bet on? 
For me personally, I can't speak for the world, obviously, because everyone has their own opinions. But for me, I look for value in college basketball. It's been a home run sport for me for many years. I've done extremely well uh, over the last several years, uh, to be honest with you. A lot of uh, consistent winning I've done between college basketball in the month of uh, February and through the March Madness tournaments. I see a lot of value. A lot of these teams don't play each other. So to answer the question, I like college basketball. And obviously I like baseball because baseball is the only sport out there that you just get the winning team and you get the money. There's no point spread. Like So, for example, in a college basketball game, let's say UCLA's playing USC. UCLA's an eight-point favorite. They look great. They're supposed to blow them out. But UCLA, UCLA only wins by six. They win the game, you lose your money on the bet. So I like baseball because baseball, I pick the winning team, I get the money. But as far as any other sport, I really like college basketball, and I also like college football. To me, those sports make me money. A little more straightforward. Yeah, I like the yeah. because you know what the, the numbers the numbers on those games I can find mistakes, and there's a lot of games in college football on a Saturday. You might have a hundred games. They're not going to be on the you know point with all hundred games. So if I can dissect and find these teams I'm following exclusively, sometimes I get a really good mistake. And I just jump on it early, and it works well for me. Fantastic. Tommy, from your personal experience, what sports do you feel are the best to get in? Well, you know, it's a good question. I think it all depends who you speak to. I do speak to a lot of professional bettors on a daily basis. I'd have to agree with Scott. Traditionally, college hoops is the sport that you can find value because you got to look at it this way. There's 250 teams that have point spreads in college basketball. You have really small schools around the country. The odds makers got to put up multiple lines four or five times a week. And you can catch them when they make mistakes. So college basketball traditionally is a sport you can make money on if you're disciplined, if you do your research. I know people personally that specialize in NASCAR and make a lot of money in NASCAR. There are people that bet NBA totals, excuse me, WNBA totals. There's, there's people who bet tennis. There are people that have niches out there, but I would say college hoops, on, no doubt, is the best way to roll, especially non-conference games, because the odds makers, you gotta keep one thing in mind. What is a line? A line is put out to get equal wagering on both sides. So it doesn't always indicate the actual number on a game. So people look at a point spread thinking the odds makers are giving them a gift. It's not true. So you got to do your research. After college basketball, once again, I agree, baseball. Because baseball, if you bet underdogs, you're getting back more money than you're actually wagering. All right? And it's a game of streaks. So college hoops won. MLB number two. Fantastic advice. And probably most people disagree with us because they like the NFL and they think it's so yeah, easy. It's and the NFL is probably the hardest sport out of all the sports out there to make money with because you could see games one week, they lose 40 to nothing, and the next week they come back and win outright. So it's like so crazy in the course of a week. But more college basketball, like Tommy was saying earlier, they play multiple games. So you can gauge how they're playing going into certain matchups. And I like these teams, like smaller teams going against that people don't know about, against you know other teams out of conference. 
and you can really get a good advantage on those numbers if you do your work like we do. We break them down, and we make our own numbers in our head. If I see a game and I think that game's six, and I like the favorite, and the line is only four, I'm all over that thing because I feel I have a two-point edge just going into it before anything. So I'm examining these numbers left and right to get that edge for myself, and that's why you know, I've been successful at this for a very long time. Because I'm sure a lot of people get in their comfort zone where they're, just because they're used to it, they stick with the same teams. But this is really great advice to open up your, yeah, and it's your good sphere to and check the picks. And yeah, it's good to follow certain teams, too. Like you, you gauge like on certain teams uh, in the NFL. I tell guys, listen, you're not going to be able to pick all these teams every week. You've you got to kind of find teams you feel comfortable with that you're following real closely. And then you can really get a gauge on these teams because – when they, you see like an upward trend on them and how they're covering and they're playing well and they're staying in games, yeah, they might be losing it, but are they losing because of a turnover or some crazy thing? But you see they're fighting and you see the point spread comes out the next week on them. You, you might catch a nice value on them, uh, you know, that people, the line set has set it wrong, but you know the value on that game is there and you could take advantage like live underdogs as well as, you know, weak favorites to make money off that. I'd imagine you have to separate your emotional attachment at times too from the data because the data speaks. Oh yeah, and the, and the numbers speak. But can't they, bet you with get emotionally the heart. attached to your team, and sometimes you ignore the numbers. No, you can't bet so with the heart. If you yeah, bet yeah. with the heart, guys, you're in yeah, big yeah. trouble. The, the, the odds makers put a lot of time into NFL. Obviously, it's big money for them. So there is value in the NFL. I think there's value in prop betting in the NFL because now you're looking at one player versus 18 players on a team. But uh, no doubt, uh, the toughest sport, in my opinion, to beat is NFL. Uh, I'll go back with college hoops and baseball. It comes down to doing your homework. If you do your homework, you can find value in any game. It's all numbers in the end of the day. And if you don't do your homework, that's okay, because you can go to Tommy, and you can find his picks at... Well, you could find me on Twitter at OSB Sportsbet. Uh, you could find my website, which I put up multiple articles daily on every game at onlinesportsbet.com, and it's all free. Wow. And Scott? What a value. Scott, let's reiterate where we could find your picks. <laughs> I am, believe it or not, I am uh, on TikTok. My 16-year-old son told me, Dad, you got to go on TikTok. Uh, I went on about a year ago. It's exploded for me. I get a lot of following on there. I love it. So my TikTok handle. And you got some street cred with your son. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, t I, t I had to take <laughs> I think he's charged me a ransom for that one. But, uh, yeah, no, the TikTok, I am at, at, at SMWins. And you can follow me each and every day. I do put out free plays just like Tommy does. We try to give you, you know, our best opinion as far as that. They go out free every day. And also I'm on Instagram at SM Sports Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Check me out, guys. I'm the real deal. I try to help you the best I can. Fantastic. Well, I want to thank my two co-hosts today for all your incredible insights. Uh, you could find the show on all major channels where podcasts are hosted. Uh, make sure you check onlinesportsbet.com for daily selections as well as smpicks.com, and we will see you all next week.